Hey friends, welcome back. This is episode two. Today, I will be talking about tips with how to set up your classroom environment. I share quick tips that you can utilize today. If you'd like to be featured in a future podcast, please be sure to leave me a quick review on Apple Podcasts. All right, let's get into the show. Overwhelmed with how to set up your special ed classroom? Confused with teaching small groups? How will you work with your paraprofessionals and other service providers? Hey friends, and welcome to Stepping into Special Education. I'm Michelle Vasquez, a wife, mommy, and special education teacher. In this podcast, my mission is to supply new teachers with strategies through self-growth, classroom organization, and community building. If you're ready to jumpstart that classroom, have a plan for small groups, and learn how to work best with support staff, this podcast is for you. So grab that iced coffee and your favorite flare pen. It is time to get it started. We'll see you in the show. All right. Have you just moved into your classroom or moved classrooms? I just did at the end of this school year and holy smokes, as teachers, we accumulate so much stuff. But the very, very first thing to do before decorating or making copies or putting your things together for lesson plans is to set up your classroom environment, okay? Specifically, the furniture, All right. I know it sounds minuscule and small, but really thinking about it and setting it up the right way, you will have your classroom flow so much more smoother throughout the year. Students need to know the flow of your special ed classrooms. Our classrooms aren't typically set up like gen ed classrooms. There's so many things that you need to think about, have designated areas for everything to keep that structure in the classroom. Believe it or not, this will actually help lessen student behavior and keep your classroom organized. First and foremost, how you will be doing this is you will be drawing out a classroom map. Okay, there's so many different ways to do this. You can use, I use paper and pencil. I'm old school. I use paper and pencil, but you can use computerized programs or whatever, graphic graphic paper. Excuse me. I don't know what I'm thinking. A graph paper, a graph paper to draw everything out, whatever you'd like to do. But that is the main thing. You have to draw a classroom map. All right. After you figured out how to draw out your classroom map, here are six tips to get your classroom environment set up and to include in that map. Are you ready? Here we go. Tip number one, an area for your whole group lessons. This typically would be in the front of your classroom. So for a starting point, I like to check out which whiteboard I like the most and which is already mounted on your walls that can't even be moved. I use that as a a starting point to be the home of the front of your classroom. You can add your teacher desk there and then your student desks right behind your teacher desks. Tip number two are three small group areas for rotations. An area for the teacher to teach small group, the paraprofessional, and then the third group would be an independent area where the students can work on activities 
on their own with no help from yourself or your paraprofessional. Tip number three is a teacher area. Usually I I work from two teacher desks. One is the teacher desk at the front of the room during whole group. And the second area is where I teach small groups. The table that I use for small groups is where I house most of my materials, an area where I can lock up my personal items and everything. And I can just turn around and just grab whatever materials I need for the students right away or whenever I'm working on IEPs or whatnot. Tip number four is an area for your paraprofessional. Usually the table that they're already teaching at for small groups is their area, but please make sure to supply that area with shelves and uh, cabinets, something they can lock up their personal items in, bins, whatever that they need so they are part of this classroom and they're helping you teach those kids, right? Tip number five is a student library or cool down area. Usually I, I lay down a rug there, some bean bags, some pillows, so it's comfortable during reading time. The students can earn time to hang out in the library, or this can typically be used as a cool down area when behaviors arise. Tip number six are shelves used to separate designated areas to lessen distraction. So what I mean by this is I would purposely place shelving between the groups so the students aren't distracted by each other or whatever activities one group is doing because they definitely always want to do whatever (laughs) the other group is doing or whatever they're doing in the independent area. So keeping those shelving, shelving areas up so the students won't get distracted helps so much to keep the students focused on what you're teaching them at the moment. And for a bonus tip, really try to consider your classroom walls. Try your best to not put any bright colored decorations up on your walls that can have the students be very distracted by. Try to keep it at a minimal with having your school or district mandated posters up, anchor charts and posters that are needed for the students to refer to on a daily basis, like the letters, numbers, school rules, schedules, groups. That is a whole nother episode, but at your best, try to keep it at a minimal. So to recap, six tips to get your classroom environment set up. Number one, having a whole group area. Number two, three small group areas for rotations. Three, a teacher area. Four, an area for your paraprofessional. Five, student library or cool down area. Six, shelves used to separate it, to separate the designated areas. And a bonus tip, think about your classroom walls. I would love for you to join my free Facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. The link will be in the show notes below. And please share your classroom maps with the group. I do not care the quality, the quality of it, whether it be a an app or paper and pencil like me. Just get it on there so you can get some feedback by me or some community members that are in the group. Thank you, friends. DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group, 
you'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.